You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, uh, welcome everybody to episode four. Uh, in this episode, me and Jay are going to talk about pretty much just exclusively all the amazing college football articles that are coming out because we're just right in the middle of a hot, hot rumor season because there's literally no college sports going on right now. So it's just people blabbering about bullshit because they're sports writers and they think they know what they're talking about. So, yeah, no, this is a great time to cover college uh, sports podcasts. Yeah. So let's get into it. So I thought it would be a really good thing to start with an article I found from Sports on Earth, which is a thing apparently, and they had an article about the best games of 2017, and I think I sent that to you, Jay. Uh, what do you think about this article so far? Um, so if you look at it, it looks like everybody needs to mark their calendar down for September 2nd. Uh, that's the big day with Alabama, Florida State. That's overrated. I've, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> overrated. overrated. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. we we can hear your uh, opinion on that. When's the last um, time either one of those teams have won a national championship? That's true. It's been at least uh, at least over a season. It's been more than a season. I don't care yeah. anymore. My, I have short-term attention deficit disorder, so I don't care. Short-term attention deficit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neither team has a championship quarterback. Nope. Yeah, uh, the coaches are on maybe some say the last leg. Yeah, they're both old. I mean, they're, they both are emotionless on the sidelines. So, yeah, boring mm-hmm. game, overrated. Yeah, so September 2nd, also on that date, uh, it's one of those big kickoff weekends. you got LSU playing BYU in Houston. Uh, yeah. A lot of BYU fans will be traveling down there, I'm sure. Yeah, well, a lot of them showed up when they played U of H. Really? No. <laughs> okay, and then also, this one I'm actually pretty excited for, Florida, Michigan in Arlington. Hey, because both those fans, I mean, those are going to be some serious fans traveling all the way to Arlington, Texas. 
Yeah. I mean, Florida and Michigan, thousand miles away, probably. Yeah, both big like bandwagon fan bases. I'm sure there's a shit ton in Dallas. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd um, be good. Yeah, so those are the, those are the big uh, opening like non-conference neutral site games, and then obviously Alabama, Florida State, probably preseason number one and two. But yeah, both both just overrated. According to you, probably not even going to be in the polls nah. week five. Nah, nah. Yeah, put them in my top twenty-five, maybe. Maybe. Uh, did you look at the best non-conference non-rivalry road trip game? Yeah. So September 9th. I, that one's gonna maybe be yeah. good or maybe not. I guess that's week two, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah September 9th. Be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, um, Lincoln Riley going to be coaching uh, on his his second game of the season, already just coming out real strong against Ohio State, also an overrated team. Yeah, wasn't it week two last year when Oklahoma lost to Houston, or was that week three? No, nah, it was week one. Ah, so week some one. It's from that early season magic. Yeah, I'll never forget. I'll never forget being at that game. Was, I'm a, I'm honestly more more excited that same week for Auburn at Clemson. Um, obviously Clemson okay. coming off their, yeah. their championship season. Auburn's got super high expectations. Yeah, Auburn is going to be good. Um, or at least that's just what people tell me, because I have no earthly idea why they're supposed to be good. Yeah, I mean it's still July. We've got plenty of time to. They have that quarterback. Get used to, get used to these rosters. Yeah, Jarrett Sidham. Yeah. Remember that name? Yeah. Okay. They have a quarterback. Everyone. So look they out have... for Auburn. They have a quarterback. Yeah, well, they've got a few, but... Um, they have more than one quarterback? Yeah, seems well, like shit, it. shit, that's probably why they're ranked so high, then. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll see three quarterbacks play uh, for three, Auburn. Three quarterbacks. Yeah, throughout okay. the season. Well... Just keep an eye on that. Auburn's looking hot, then. they got three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just one or two, but three. <laughs> so keep going on down the list. Biggest non-conference rivalry games. These are pretty standard. I mean... These are probably going to be the same on list every single yeah, year. Yeah, like Florida State and Florida. Like, yeah, we get it. There's only so many big non-conference rivalry games. Yeah, because usually uh, they're in the same conference. It's weird. Like, if UT and A&M were to play each other, I guess that would be up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It would definitely be up there. Well, we're kind of just be- beating a dead horse at this point. UT sucks. I mean, who who fucking cares? It's still a rivalry. That's still got some heat behind that No, thing. but it's the best, like, game. So, yeah, I get it's a rivalry, but if we're going off best game, like, eh. Anything with Texas in it, I'm just like, come on, that's stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I, I guess I'm basing these off of like the uh, the emotion behind them. You know, hey, if how, we're gonna how, rank like best college football rivalries that were a thing at some point, then yeah, sure, I'll put it in there uh, in my like historical archive of college football. But Texas sucks. A&M's probably gonna get a new coach soon. I don't care about those two. Yeah, keep going down the list. USC Notre Dame. <laughs> Brian Kelly's definitely coaching for his his career this yep. season. Yep. I'm not even sure if he'll make it to that game. That's in October. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like That's if, a good point. Look at if, look out Jay with his uh, rumor season right here. If he doesn't go winless to that game, who knows if if they're going to have uh, a permanent coach? USC is probably going to roll them. When's the, like I said, I mean, unrelated to this, but like, when's the next time Notre Dame's ever going to be good again? Because uh, have they even been good in our lifetime? <laughs> they, well, I mean, it depends on how you define good. They played Alabama in the national championship. Uh, no, I'm not counting that. Four years ago, three or four years ago. Yeah, I don't count. I'm not counting that as good. Okay, so making it to the national championship, not good. Yeah, no. Well, did you watch the national championship? Yeah, but you got to know it wasn't good. You got to have respect for that whole season, you know? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I just don't. I'm not going to respect them. They're, they haven't been truly good. 
that's just that's an extremely hot take. That whole season, you don't think they were good after. I'd have to look at their schedule. I don't know off the top of my head, but I mean, I'd say they'd be pretty good, but in a competitive conference, no, they wouldn't be that good. Uh, so let's see. I'm pretty sure they were undefeated that year going into the national championship. Yeah, who'd they play? Well, they play USC every year. That's always going to be a tough, tough game. When's the last time um, USC was good? Uh, last year. Nah, they weren't that good. I'm really confused about your definition of good. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, I can't really put. <laughs> it's just a, it's an emotional thing. It's purely emotional. I'm yeah, that's not good. Based this on facts or statistics, uh, I'm an emotional guy. I'll tell you if something's good or not, and just take my word. And for sometimes it. it's just based not on fact at all. No, not yeah, sometimes. So mostly all the time. <laughs> so I'm going through Notre Dame's 2012 season. Yeah, they they hadn't lost a single game all season. Yeah, uh, wow, real impressive. They beat number 10 Michigan State. They beat number 18 Michigan. They beat number 17 Stanford. They beat number eight Oklahoma. So that's four top 20 okay, wins. Okay, well, clearly they weren't that good. Did you watch the game? Yeah, but it's hard to base an entire season's standing off of one game, you yeah, know? I'm going to do it. If it's the national championship, I'm going to do it. Because, like, that's your one game. Of course, but I don't think that's the, I don't think you can just sit there and say that they're not good because of that. Like, they made it to the point. You have to at least give them credit for that. No. All right. Uh, there's no convincing you. Okay, well, uh, I was looking at this strangest non-conference road trap. That's the most ridiculous category I've ever read oh, those, in my entire those life. Those are always those are always fun to talk about in what July. What the hell? Oregon at Wyoming, like why? Did you just pick that out of a hat of like games that are just like early in the season before conference starts? Well, <laughs> it's a strangest. I don't what is what does that mean? What exactly? That's what I'm saying. So what is what is, are they just like, "Oh, Oregon, that's a college in Wyoming." <laughs> Whoa, that's kind of weird. Like I don't yeah, know strangest. what the don't... criteria for this is. I'm really confused. Yeah, let's not even look at that one. Yeah, okay. We'll skip over that one. <laughs> well, that was pointless. Best matching. That's yeah. what I'm pumped for. <laughs> That's a category that they had. Oh, well, they, I didn't, mean, they didn't have that for every conference. So No, but matching, I mean, that's that's its own thing. You watch those midweek Mac, Mac games, like that's that gets you pumped for the weekend. That's you come true. home from a long day at work. That's true. I do want to see Toledo uh, at Ohio. Not Ohio State, Ohio. No, yeah, Toledo, Ohio, that's always a great game. Yeah, everybody knows that in-state rivalry. Well, yeah, they played uh, in the in the championship game last year, the MAC championship. Yeah, that's actually that would have been more entertaining to watch than uh, Notre Dame versus Alabama. So, yeah. mm-hmm. to be fair, I would have enjoyed that more. They just play harder. Did you see the best Thursday game? Yep. Oh. Uh, Louisville, NC State, yeah. Yeah, uh, I noticed an honorable mention was Memphis at Houston, uh-huh. which I was glad to see. I was surprised we didn't get it. I feel like if that's a category, then Houston should get it every year because like so many other uh, powerhouse college teams, we're notorious for always scheduling Thursday night games because mm-hmm. it's just prime time for college football. So I feel like Houston should always get win that category because it's kind of a thing we're becoming known for, at least on campus. It- in your circles, yeah. In the yeah. local Houston circles. In that's the local what thing, for. yeah. We're in our huge, huge fan base. We're known for Thursday night games because obviously all the fraternities love it. We're like, oh my God, Thursday? Yes. Of course I want to go to a football game and not enjoy my Saturdays at mm-hmm. the stadium. Yeah. Well, we can tell this guy was obviously not from Houston, the guy that wrote yeah, the article. Just a poser. Just, just a big poser, I think. Whatever uh, sports on earth is, I'm calling them out right now. And if they have a podcast, I think they should, you know, they should hear what I have to say because I, I think they're all posers. 
Uh, most ill-advised non-conference scheduling. See, what's what are these categories? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is sports on earth? Because uh, well, they think this, the most ridiculous. Actually, Syracuse feel, at LSU. Like, I yeah, feel like they made this. They made this category just for this game because I think that actually that actually does fit the category. I don't know. I feel like those games happen every year. You're just like, okay, we scheduled this five years ago. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they should have known. It's Syracuse. Yeah. That's true. Okay, yeah, they're um, they're gonna get wrecked. Yeah, by LSU. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, of course they are. Why is that even a th- fucking category? Just I don't know. But then also, I have to mention the the best category they had was best group of five conference game, Houston at South Florida. So, you know, watch watch that game. I don't think it's on a Thursday. Mm. My vote is Boise State, San Diego State. Hmm. Well, I don't think you have a vote, so you've never gone to a group of five college, so I don't think you're allowed to even talk about this. You can listen to what I have to say, but I don't think you really have a right to comment on this. Actually, I changed my vote to Wyoming at Boise State. Just A, so I can see those Wyoming jerseys, and B, so I can see that blue turf. Oh, wow. that's Ooh, that would be a fun game to watch. If anybody likes to drop acid and watch football, I think that's their like that's the game they've been waiting for. Hey bud, let's party. Yeah, brown and blue. Oh, oh yeah. Brown, yellow, and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's it for Sports on Earth. I'm gonna try my hardest to never talk about them on this podcast ever again. I'm sure I'll come up. Yeah. They're pretty reputable and pretty big. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to mention them occasionally here and there but i'm really gonna try my hardest not to ever talk about them again oh i'll see i'll see if we can do that yeah well just call me out if that happens again okay so sb nation had an article listing the best games by conference i liked this one this one was pretty good looking at it right now okay you want to start with uh your favorite conference (laughs) the pac-12 yeah of course no the acc asshole all these games are so obvious florida state clemson like the two conference favorites we need a Um, website we need to start like <laughs> ranking things because it, it, it's so easy. You just pick the two favorites and head ahead. That's that's it. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh, what are two schools that people like to watch? Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is late in the season. I'm sure a lot's gonna be on the line here. Yeah, uh, um, honestly, mm, Florida State. Is that your pick? Yeah, I'm saying that I, 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 uh, I think they're gonna be ranked above Clemson. At least come this game. Yeah, after because, you just said that, after you just said that, they might not be in your top twenty-five. Yeah, but even them just like I don't know if you know anything about how they rank uh, teams. One, they're named Florida State. They're always going to be ranked regardless of how they played throughout the season. And two, regardless of if they win or lose, they played Alabama. And yeah, they're like, yeah. Oh, they were on the same field as Alabama at one point. They need to be ranked pretty high. That's definitely a good thing to play Alabama early because you might catch them off guard and sneak yep. a win by them. Yep. Or, worst case, you just get a loss and it's like, oh, by the end of the season, that loss actually looks pretty good. Right. I mean, as an Ole Miss alum, you should know about uh, what it means to beat Alabama. And to lose to Alabama. Yeah. Well, historically, Ole Miss alums know a lot about that. Yeah, no, definitely. I was one of the few that got to actually be a 500 against alabama yeah whenever you go back you're gonna be like that old guy and be like huh, y'all haven't <laughs> beaten alabama in 50 years i was there the day they beat alabama i'm expecting it yeah yeah and also you're gonna like gain a really thick mississippi accent 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll happen even though I won't listen to Mississippi. It'll just kind of yeah, you'll come to me. Yeah, exactly. Just as an old man and an Ole Miss alumni, I think that just naturally occurs. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Uh, Big 12, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I mean, you can't argue who else? That. Yeah, no. TCU? Who else are you going to put in there? West Virginia? I don't, I don't know. TCU. I think TCU is the best. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Team in the Big 12. You going out on a limb and saying that? Yeah, I'm going, I'm stretching out real far to say uh, my pick for the Big 12 right now is TCU. All right, well, we can get into our picks later. Okay. But I'm going to write that down right now. Write that down. Write that one down. Yep. Mm. Okay, got it. Uh, Big Ten. Yep, Penn State, Ohio State, as we all could have guessed. Yeah. Actually, no, Michigan, Ohio State. What happened to that one? Yeah, I'm surprised, actually, that Michigan wasn't mentioned. I don't know. Penn State was really good last year. Penn State beat Ohio State last year. Yeah, so this is definitely one of those... Uh, yeah, so I think that's fair because it's like a redemption game for Ohio State, but also, like, is Penn State really good again? Question mark? Yeah, well, I mean, they have Saquon Barkley back. Um, I'm sure they've got a number of other players back that I haven't <laughs> and seen. And others. Yeah, Saquon Barkley, the big one. No, he's going to be he's gonna be a Heisman favorite. So, And Ohio State's always just... Um, right, they they are the Big Ten. So, uh-huh. But it's, it's finally good to see some nice competition up in Big Ten. I, I like watching Big Ten competition. Um, yeah, you and, and every other person. <laughs> Everybody, like, hopes that the Big Ten's going to be good one day. It's weird. It's kind of like my uh, my whole theory on Miami, which apparently I was wrong, that they're not as terrible as I hoped they were. But it's like the same theory. It's like a nostalgic thing. People just, like, always hope that the Big Ten will be good again because when they were kids, they were good. And they're like, oh, man, wouldn't that be great to see the Big Ten, like, actually compete again? <laughs> it's not I'm not happen. saying I'm not saying I hope they win the national championship. I just like I like their style of football up there, and so I like seeing them when they do good. Um, as much as I hate Jim Harbaugh and all all of his antics, uh, I love watching him play. Yeah, he's a really fun coach to watch. Yeah, yeah, I think he's entertaining. I love him. Yeah. So, um, as much as I like this whole revenge rivalry or revenge narrative that that Penn State Ohio State's got. 
I got to go Michigan, Ohio State for big time. Yeah, I'd probably agree. Mm, no, I'm going with Penn State, Ohio State. All right. Yep. Fuck you want to just skip over the Pac-12? Yeah, that really doesn't matter. Um, All right. Auburn at Alabama, the Iron Bowl. No, Alabama at Auburn. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Whoa, watch it. Uh, well, that could actually be a pretty big deal, you know? It could. It could finally be, like, good again, like back in the days of Cam Newton. Yeah, last year's was just ugly. Like, it was just – it was never really, like, a blowout just like Alabama does, but it was just never – Auburn really never had stood a chance. No, I think I stopped watching. Yeah, it's just like you can't move the ball against Alabama's defense, yeah. especially if you don't have a, a talented quarterback. Right, which they do. They have three. <laughs> that's right. So, so that's this is the year to watch it. Yeah. That's why this is over LSU-Bama. Yeah, I would say I agree with that one. That one's good. Uh, no complaints. I was thinking, well, just hear me out. I was thinking um, Ole Miss-Vanderbilt for I that. Was, that's so weird that you said I was just going to say I'm always an Ole Miss-Vandy fan. Dude, they, I'm they telling all, you, they play some great games. And it's always early in the season, right? Uh, Not always. Oh, well. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, anyway. Respect yeah. that statement. <laughs> I'm telling you, they play some competitive games. Yep, yep. Uh, even one, even when one team's like very heavily favored, I don't know. Yeah, it's just both like uh, middle tier SEC teams that people like sometimes forget about. They chill out with that middle tier term. Yeah, you know, just real, like SEC light. All right, let's let's move on. What, what's next? Uh, American. Do, yeah. Do you want to hit any of these? Any of these yeah. general five? Yeah, topics? I'm going to talk about the G5. You the just G- run through these quick. Yeah. No. Well, well, we'll go into detail because, you know, G5. Or a giant five, as I like to call them. Um, the American, they got USF at UCF. That's stupid. So, no. <laughs> That's stupid because Houston's not included. Yeah, exactly. Like, who the fuck? Who wrote this? That's so dumb. Houston plays USF this year. It should be Houston and USF. Anyway, that's dumb. So, uh, Conference USA, obviously the you know heavy favorites, Middle Tennessee State University versus uh, Western Kentucky. I'm a big Hilltoppers guy. So I'm going to go Western Kentucky on that. I'm a big Middle Tennessee State fan. Yeah, what's their so mascot? The Blue Raiders. Yeah, what's their coach's name? Uh, yeah, what city are they in? Murfreesboro. God damn. Okay, you know more about <laughs> MTSU than I do about Western Kentucky. But I do I'm know sure they're called the get... Hilltoppers, and I've driven through the town. And I forget the town name now, but I, I drove through it. I was going up to Ohio from Tennessee. So... I've been hey, through there, if, so I'm a big fan. Hey, well, if you give me – actually, Brent Stockstill, that's the coach's name. Maybe that was the quarterback's name, but the quarterback was the son of the coach, and that's why I love him so much. Oh, he's one of those kids. I fucking hate those kids. Coach is key. Welcome to daddy ball. And I think he might still be there. Yeah, it's Stockstill. Yeah, he'll probably the coach. die there. Fuck I'm telling you, MTSU, they're fun to watch. Just because they have blue. They're like a Boise State light. By the way, I'm going to say light after a lot of stuff now. That's my thing. <laughs> L-I-T-E. Um, yeah, uh, L-I-T-E. All right, so let's just go through these next ones and then move on. Mac, obviously, uh, Toledo at NIU or Toledo at WMU, Western Michigan. Western, so, yeah, So pretty go. much Toledo. Um, yeah, Toledo. Watch out for Toledo. Uh, Mountain West, Boise State at Colorado State. Okay, nobody cares about Mountain West. I'd say Sunbelt's big time and Mac's big time, but Mountain West is stupid. Um, Sunbelt, Troy at Arkansas State, obviously. The independence is Notre Dame versus, because that's just like, who else would you put in there? Mm-hmm. Army? 
BYU, I guess. But anyway, this one's Georgia versus Notre Dame. Real exciting stuff there. Nobody fucking cares. Um, and then the FCS, which is really fun. North Dakota State versus South Dakota State. SDSU, the real SDSU. I love that game. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome game. Mm-hmm. NDSU versus SDSU. I don't know if anybody's been to Brookings, South Dakota, but you're you're missing out on um, hobo days. It gets crunk, and they they probably still say crunk there. So oh, I've never been. So I'm hobo days is crunk. They have like uh, I don't know. The whole town is just the college, and the college is probably like six thousand people. So probably the biggest college in South Dakota, but. The whole town is just the college, and it's like the ultimate South Dakota town. There's nothing. It's just like cornfields. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the the college students all live in, like, old houses that all have, like, basements because it's South Dakota. Nice. And um, they have, like, four bars in their downtown area. And the whole place, I don't know why it's called Hobo Days, but, I mean, people, like, will dress up as, like, the homeless people. And just the whole town is, like, blackout drunk the whole time. Hobo shaming. That is. But it's fun. Um, anybody that ever is going to go through Brookings, South Dakota because they have business or things like that, um, check out Hobo Days. Or just for a nice family vacation. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do in Brookings, South Dakota. Look it up. Google it right now. I dare you. I'll wait. All right. Out of conference. After FCS, uh, probably the best game to watch of the whole year is uh, Central Michigan versus Kansas. Mm -hmm. So... Everybody make sure to tune in on that. You'll probably have to, like, go onto some sketchy website and download some weird thing to listen to it on a radio or a podcast. But if you can get a hold of somehow listening to that game, because it, it won't be televised. But you could also just watch our live feed on Twitter. Right. I'm sure we'll be, li- we'll be live tweeting that game. So, yeah, we're, we decided we're going to be the only uh, people to live tweet that game. So anybody that follows the Twitter account, I think we're up to like 54 followers. So we're getting big, obviously. Let's go. We're, we're already on iTunes. We have like 54 followers. Um, we're getting pretty big time. So we're going to live tweet that game. That's going to be like the biggest thing we do over the college football season. Mm-hmm. Well, that and going to a UAB game. Yeah, I'm pumped for that too. Yeah, I haven't forgotten about that. We're going to have to figure out what game we're going to go to. I looked at their schedule and they got some pretty, pretty sweet games coming up. Oh, sure. So first, we, first season back. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Um, I mean, they play like Western Kentucky and shit. I'll probably cheer for Western Kentucky, but yeah, they got good games like that. So we'll check those out. Yeah, and then I found an article about NCAA uh, group of five teams that could make it to the New Year's Bowl, which is always mm-hmm. fun. I mean, this is the epitome of rumor season now. Now we're getting to the point where it's a journalist, probably from BuzzFeed, doing some freelance work. And he's like, what could I talk about? This is the type of shit that I would do if I was a journalist. This would be me. So I feel for this guy. Just finding the one thing that nobody really fucking cares about at all. And you can write whatever you want because nobody's going to like question you. They're just like, okay, those are teams. So this guy says App State. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wyoming. E- yeah. Okay. Uh, USF, UCF, and Memphis. So it's like the American Conference, and then for some reason he threw App State and Wyoming in there. Hey, it sounds like Wyoming's going to have one of those years, man. It does, man. P- we, we've talked about Wyoming a few times, just in like the 30 minutes of this podcast already. So yeah. They're going to be one of those teams I'm going to have to research this summer. Yeah, the fact that we're talking about it means enough journalists have been writing about it that we'll probably like do some research. Hey, I want to stop you before we go any further because – you were kind of slandering Tom Fornelli's name 
he's the author of this article. Okay. Uh, so let's read through some of his recent articles that he's yeah, written. Let me hear what because he's got. He's real busy this summer. By the way, I didn't slander. I said I feel for him. Like this is my kind of guy. Yeah, but you kind of said he writes for BuzzFeed, like in a condescending way. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have his back on this one. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so obviously this group of five college football teams that can make the near six bowls. Uh, two days ago, he wrote about how Arkansas and Notre Dame have announced a home and home series. Ooh. Uh, and then also stuff. two days ago, that's a busy day, two and one. He uh, shows pictures. It's the the article's titled "Iowa puts logo at midfield of their stadium after nearly forty years without one." Whoa. Uh, yeah. So what's this guy's name? Tom Fornelli. Tom Fornelli. Uh, who does yeah. he write for? CBS Sports. Just like CBS. Okay. We need to try to contact Tom Fornelli. I like this guy. I like him a I'm lot. Sure. I like what he has to say. And I would love to talk to this guy. Well, his bio says he hates your favorite team. Oh, yes. If Okay. That's edgy. Yeah. But what if I was like, hey, my favorite team's Wyoming. Or Memphis. That's who's number one on this list. He seems like the writer that's going to like, he can't talk shit about shitty teams that no one cares about. So if Dude, I say I mean, a team like yeah. that, he, he'd be like, his head would explode. Because he's like, oh, uh, uh, wait, you don't like Florida State or Alabama? malfunction yeah yeah he wouldn't expect it i'd be like no i'm a diehard wyoming fan i've like born and raised wyoming i've always loved so how, so how do you feel about your uh your houston cougars not being on the list for probably the first time in three years yeah honestly uh i agree wow yeah you want to hear my take on the houston cougars let's hear it um okay so i got a lot of inside scoops i was fraternity brothers with some guys that worked on the team um, I know a lot of people that were in the program, so I'm pretty, pretty in you're, the, you're insider. I'm an insider on this, uh, for the Houston Cougars. I don't know. Tom Herman, that piece of shit or Lord Voldemort, as we should now refer to him, you know, for how terrible of a shitty person he was, uh, he recruited. I mean, he tore that shit up and he got our first five star recruit ever in U of H history. And they wanted to replace him with somebody that would actually stay because they're they're willing to pay as much as UT was to keep him. I don't believe that, by the way. Oh, they were. Um, so they replaced him with somebody that would stay. So they interviewed uh, my boy Lane. He wanted the job, didn't give it to him because they were worried he wouldn't stay. So what I'm getting to is I don't think Applewhite is doing it. If you look at the recruits he's getting, he's getting like a bunch of three stars I mean, he's just not doing much. And the one game he's coached as a head coach, uh, we were winning in halftime and then got our asses whooped in the second half by San Diego State, the fake-ass SCSU light. I don't know. I'm not excited. I honestly think U of H is going to go into a bit of a slump. They'll always be one of the best teams in the conference just because of how much money they put into it compared to the other schools. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go into a slump. I think it's USF's time in the American. For sure. Yeah, I think so too. I can hand over the torch. I'm man enough to admit that. I currently am holding the torch. I'll give it to him. So. Well, you weren't holding it because San Diego State was holding it. No, but for the conference. Oh, I thought you were just talking about G5. Nah, nah. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about this? Uh... Nah, just the fact that I want to really get that author on the podcast at some point. I'll probably try to tweet at him. Uh, I'll probably sneak into his DMs, you know. Okay. See. Yeah, no, he's he's got like 35,000 followers on Twitter. Does he? God yeah, he's pretty big. How do we not have... We honestly need to start writing because we could write stupid shit more stupid than what he writes. 
<laughs> maybe but this is also the off season yeah well okay moving on uh that article about workout warriors on sports illustrated top 10 yeah. football workout warriors this <laughs> is another fascinating article yeah just really interesting like rumor season is just amazing it really enlightens you in college football yeah so this is pretty much just a list of people that you wouldn't want to see in an alley at yeah. night because these are just freaks or also, I think it's more so you just want them on your side in an alley because I think these guys are all pussies. Well, then why would you want them on your side if they're pussies? Because they look big. Oh, so then the person in the alley wouldn't exactly. do anything. Exactly. Because I think they're all pussies. They're just dudes that work out in a gym. Like, what kind of pussy? I don't work out in a gym. I'm sitting mm-hmm. in a closet right now. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Uh, with a microphone in my face, just sipping on beers, being manly. So did you see the guy from NC State? I can't pronounce his name, and I'm not ashamed. Cantavia <laughs> Street, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, come on. That's a ridiculous name. That's a scary name, actually. Just his name alone <laughs> it is, is yeah. Um The no. photos, the transition photos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, NC State's going to have a stout defensive line. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. It, it's already been pretty hyped. but Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. I love those transition photos. Um, it says when he reported, and then it like goes through his progression. Um, it's pretty impressive. It's but scary. That's I know, scary. Yeah. I know from experience taking these same photos that it can be easily influenced just by if you work out that like immediately following or prior to this picture. That's true. Also, for any listeners that don't know, I'm now a professional graphic designer. You know, I work at a t-shirt shop, so I'm a professional. You can do that with Photoshop. There we go. This could also be Photoshopped. Yep. Uh, Is there like a software that you can insert a picture and then it says if it's Photoshopped? Uh, not if you're good. So like if I'm so good that that software, if it exists, wouldn't work for me, but yeah, maybe with some like posers. Okay. Well, we could definitely get to the bottom of this cause we could probably sue NC state for fraud or something. Also, what we could do instead of that is just go to these like defensive tackles. Cause it's pretty much just a list of defensive tackles, mm-hmm. go to the defensive tackles in like big programs that didn't make it. And have them pay us to Photoshop, professionally Photoshop them, so they will. And then, yeah, and then they'll they'll make it on the list next year, yeah. And actually get drafted. Yeah, it's like eight defensive tackles that just run a sub five forty. That's pretty much all it takes. Yep. Which is, I mean, that's damn impressive, but. Well, yeah, if you're a poser. Um, <laughs> also, did you see Dexter Lawrence is on there from Clemson? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to call this poser out. Uh, my boy Ed Oliver could beat your ass. 
Well, can Ed Oliver run a four nine forty? Well, I don't really care because he was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year last year, and yeah. um, or freshman Defensive Player of the Year, and Ed Oliver was the NCAA Freshman Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, yeah, no, I completely respect Ed Oliver. He's making all those All American teams, but yeah, if he can't run a four nine forty and bench four sixty five, then he doesn't deserve to make this list. Well, I just think he could beat up Dexter Lawrence. That's all I said. All right, well, then let's make an article that says guys that could beat up everybody in college football or guys that could beat up Dexter Lawrence. Okay, don't joke about that because I'll actually make that article. That's actually a pretty just, fucking good article. Just Yeah, just don't include me. Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe I will include you. I'll include you as an honorable mention. And then <laughs> please please he'll, don't. Like, go through the list and look for like the – he's like, okay, yeah, that guy's pretty big. He might. And then see you as an honorable mention and I'll like put a photo with you down there. Just like smiling, and they'd be like, God. "That's the guy. That's who I'm getting to prove this article fucking wrong." Oh, jeez. I'll put your address. Um, so but number the... one, before before we move on, I just want to go. Uh, we were talking about Saquon Barkley, and he's number one on the list. Okay. So that's well, a running back. I mean, for a running back to be number one on this list of just all freakishly athletic defensive that's tackles. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, and he is Penn State. I mean, like you said, we don't know a single player on that team other than him. So yeah, um, I mean, he ran a four three three forty. I don't know how legit that is, but power clean four oh five, and then squatting five twenty five five times. Dude's a running back. That's crazy. Also, out of the ten on this, can you count how many have a normal name? And I, I don't care if I'm being offensive. Like a normal name, Saquon Dexter. I mean, Dexter's Dexter. Dexter, I'll too- count. I'll actually because of how fucking ridiculous this. I'll count Dexter. Contavious Derwin. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Rashawn. Uh, Sean, yeah. Darius, Darius, I don't. Vita, uh, <laughs> Vita Devon, Bay. and Christian. Boom, we got Christian. Christian. <laughs> and fuck it, I'll count Porter. That's not even <laughs> like a no. I'll count Porter to have three. Yeah, there's like a correlation between weird names and athleticism. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just the like really weird names where the way you pronounce it is like actually how it you spell it, like the way it sounds. And that's not a racist thing. I mean, there's a few no. white guys and. No, so, I might name my child Derwin, and yeah. people would be like, how do you spell that? And be like, that, like it sounds Derwin. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, honestly, more names should be like that. Duron? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Duron. How would you spell yeah. it? Duron. Just, like, say it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, if you want to have a freak athlete as a child, regardless of race, name him Duron or something like that. Uh, okay, so in the last episode, we discussed some coaches that we love, uh, coaches we want to interview at some point in our life, which will probably never happen. And I thought, well, I guess you brought it up. Yeah, I love this. It's called CoachesHotSeat.com. Oh. And it just it tracks it the entire year. And they actually like write pretty in-depth articles about all these coaches. And it just ranks them 1 through 30. I think they've got a bigger list somewhere. I'm just looking at it right now. But yeah, 1 through 30, they, they track pretty in-depth and so, I mean, they've kept it up in the, even in the off season. It's kind of cool. Which is uh, the best. That's when you should keep it up. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my alma mater head coach, Hugh Freeze. <laughs> and you see the picture that they use? Yeah. <laughs> Here, if, just, if that photo could make a noise, he'd go, <gasps> Yeah, no, just like a, exactly. Yeah, just like have, a whimper. Yeah, have you ever seen the, like, King of the Hill? Where he goes, Oh, <gasps> Bobby. Of course. Like, that's what he's making, his face right now. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a single flattering photo. Maybe Paul Haynes from Kent State. 
Mm-hmm. That's not a bad photo. Brian Kelly. This is the sound his photo is making. Hey, stop it. (laughs) And nobody on this podcast, if they listen, will understand unless they actually look at coacheshotseat.com and look at Brian Kelly and look at his face when I go, hey, don't put me on this list. And you'll know. You'll understand. He knew knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So we just go through some of these. Hugh Freeze at one. Probably rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, Brian Kelly. I, I. Brian Kelly should probably be above Hugh Freeze, just in my opinion. Yeah, but NCAA violations, come on. I mean, yeah, we're splitting hairs here. It's like, if you're right. in the top 10, you're on the hot seat, right. regardless. Right, right, right. Um, it's just kind of fun to rank these. Uh, Todd Graham, Arizona State. Yeah. Um, Kevin Sumlin, honestly, surprised he's made it this far. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, he's Jim Mora. good for himself to actually like make it this far. I think people yeah. now this season are starting to be like, wait, why is he still there? And, like, now they're starting to be like, shit, why do we still have him as a coach? Dude, they've been saying this for, like, four years. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. No, if you talk to an Aggie, they always, like, are hopeful. They're like, no, nah, I think he's going to turn it around. He hasn't quite got his recruits in yet. <laughs> it's always the, that's the easy cop out. Yeah. No, he, he recruits freshmen in high school, so we got to wait till those guys come. Dude's on his, like, fifth or sixth season. Yeah. Okay, the freshmen are coming next year. So now they'll be freshmen here. It's been like eight years, and yeah, they'll they'll come. I can't wait. I can't wait till Texas A&M starts off six in a row, and they just get some huge win over UCLA. Then we all overhype them. <laughs> yeah, they move in the top ten. Kevin Sumlin's year? Question mark. Yeah, no, uh, saving his job? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just look forward to it. They always do this. Yeah. Start well, six- do you remember last year when they uh, had a really really good early season? Where were they like undefeated? I remember the last three seasons they've done this. Okay, yeah, and they always they always have like shitty games at the beginning, and they'll beat like one decent team, and if you talk to an Aggie, they're like, "I think it's our year. I think we can take Bama." And, mm-hmm. you're like, and then they play Bama and they get yeah, beat you're by like twenty five. <laughs> Are you fucking hot? You beat Kentucky. Congratulations! Like you're not no, that's different. I think it was two years ago when they started the season playing South Carolina, and South Carolina maybe it's three years ago. And South Carolina was like top ten. And then once they beat them, uh, I think pretty soon after we realized that South Carolina was way overhyped. Right. And so is Texas and m It's just like uh, that last <laughs> year game, Texas versus... Um, Notre Dame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, are the Longhorns back? And then we realized that oh, they're the both Texas Longhorns shit. are back. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody just, in Austin like played that clip, which was even better for like <laughs> like a week. Because that's as long as they could have it go. And it was amazing. They were like, this is it. We're back, baby. Yeah. So, moral <laughs> they of the story. So just, Did they lose just, to Kansas that year? Or was it Iowa yeah, State? Yeah. The no, team. they lost to Kansas. Yeah. So, oh, my God. I love it. And then, uh, yeah, last year they beat, like, I was be talking to an Aggie. And he's like, yeah, but we beat Tennessee. And they're, they're not that bad. And, like, that was him validating why they'll probably beat Alabama. So, so that's moral of the story just – don't take too much out of these early season games. <laughs> Give it a few weeks until you start claiming people national champions. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Kevin Sumlin keeps his job. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's the that's the one guy on this top five that you're going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to think... say he keeps his job because, like you said, he's going to win like enough games at the beginning where they'll be like, you know what, he's actually pretty good. We'll keep him around. And they'll just like be okay with like having like six wins. I don't think they're going to have the patience this year in the second half of the season. Uh, I mean, yeah, I thought last year they would have had a little quicker hook. 
but I'm saying this year he's gone. All right, I have full faith in him, but we'll move on from A and M. You think? Do you think Freeze makes it through the season? I think that one's hard to tell. I would say if he has a good season, then yes, because Ole Miss could care fucking less. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, I think uh, it all depends on what the NCAA rules. If it's a two-year bowl ban, see you later, Freeze. If it stays with that one year and there's not as many scholarship bans or, I mean, uh, reductions as they thought there would be, then yeah, and there's he's got he's got to win six games, like minimum, just to stay at Ole Miss. And then, like I said, it just depends on NCAA. And then the, the rest of the list, I think it's just like they have some obvious ones in there, but then they also just have like shitty teams in there. And it's yeah. just like, well, yeah, they don't want them, but you know what? They're going to deal with them. Like Texas State or like Ball State, like Georgia Georgia Southern. You know, some of these schools, you're just like UTEP. Like, yeah, they probably don't want that coach, but you know what? That's the best they can do at this time. Yeah, like Lovey Smith being at 11, you gotta. Get, he's only been there one season. Like, he, he's at Illinois. You got to give him at least a few seasons. You got to have some true. patience. That's true. Well, I've been there one season at Illinois. UNC Charlotte? Didn't they just become like Division One? Like, come on. Yeah, I know. I, it's some of these. Like I said, it's it's a hot seat ranking. So, yeah. the Kansas kind of coach. Hairs. It's Kansas. They're never going to be good. They're all Kansas <laughs> coach technically is always on the hot seat and never on the hot seat at the same time. Chad Morris from SMU is what his well he's going into like his fourth season, so I guess maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of these other ones, I don't know. And then honestly, right. I think Cliff Kingsbury should have been way higher. Like, how has Texas Tech not fired him yet? Uh, I guess just because they've been making just bowls recently. Yeah, and, like, girls compare him to Ryan Gosling. So they're like, well, let's That's keep that going. Exactly. They got that going for him. Yeah, I get compared to him all the time. So my girlfriend's friend that I mentioned who told me what head ass is the other day was like, you kind of look like uh, Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. And I was like, nice. And she's like, no, it's like when he went when he became depressed and, like, grew a beard out and, like, went crazy. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll still take it. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, you got to take that. You, you're, just, I'm taking it regardless. Like, I don't care. You should have cut off. You should have cut her off at Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so that's that's that's, that that's, that's gonna be the the hot seat thing. That's gonna be fun to keep up with this season. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe let's just create our own. We're gonna. Have, we need a website. We need to somehow. We need some sponsors. We need to create a website. I didn't have my Red Bull for this podcast. Uh, because Red Bull hasn't sponsored us yet, so you know, just you're holding out. Yeah, you're. Uh, now it's become a thing where I'm like, I'm not you're paying doing for this anymore. Red Bull strike. I'm not paying for it anymore. They need to give it to me for free. I mention them every podcast. I deserve some free shit. See, I'm already antsy without my Red Bull. Like, come on, man. Uh, Addict. Um, yeah, Jay, you had an article by CBS Sports. Yeah, so this is, I guess, their annual CBS Best in College Sports rankings. It's pretty much just like an aggregation of. Um, all the the premier college sports, and they just combine all their scores into one total score, and then they rank all the teams. So okay. basically, it's just a summary of the most productive college programs. Okay, uh, sports. Yeah. Well, I just so, pulled it up here. So um, they do football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and then they have two wild card slots, which are just the two most dominant sports not listed in those previous three. I think the wild card's stupid. I think it should be football. Men's basketball, I'll say women's basketball too, so Connecticut can be up there, and then baseball, because if you're a school like SMU and doesn't have baseball, you shouldn't even be on this fucking list. Okay, but baseball is included in that wildcard slot. 
like if you're good at baseball, that's going to be in one of your wild card slots. Yeah, but I think you should just lose points for not having baseball. They should just be like a reduction slot. It's like if you don't have this sport, it's not a reduction. Just... It's just not an addition. So where everybody else is getting a bunch of points, you're not getting that. So SMU has been pretty good in basketball, even though they're banned from the tournament. Like, why are they? They're above U of H on this fucking list. How does that make <laughs> sound, any sense? You sound a little upset. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they're above. They're above UConn. UConn has the most dominant college sports team in the history of college sports right now. What, what's that? Uh, golf, obviously. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But how is SMU even on this? Like, I don't understand because they've had a pretty good... SMU is 75, UConn is 76, and U of H is 77. That is the most horseshit thing I've ever seen. U of H has been dominant in football. I mean, we went to a New Year's Bowl. We've been going to big bowl games for the past, like, two years, three years. We've been, you know, not that great in basketball. And then in baseball for the past four seasons, we've gone... We've hosted three of the past four regionals we've been in and went to a super regional. SMU doesn't even have baseball. They have a pretty good basketball team, and that's it. This is the dumbest fucking article. <laughs> I've got a different gripe on this. Um, I I think, like, I don't mind Ole Miss being at 95. How do you but... not mind that? That's absurd. They're ranked below Louisiana Tech. Well, I'm getting to my point right here. They got zero points for football, and a team like Eastern Michigan gets – 62 and a half okay. like i'm fine with almost not getting a ton of points for football but how do you get outscored by eastern michigan like play them head to head Ole Miss is gonna stomp them 65 to well, zero how do they get zero points for football that doesn't make any sense well i don't know how they score it but i mean a number of like arizona got zero points ucla so you're getting penalized for playing in a good conference it looks like um i think it should be rpi based something that does like an actual strength rather than what you're ranked or where you finish in your conference. Yeah. I just, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like New Mexico okay, state is we ranked have, we above have Louisiana tech and Ole Miss New Mexico fucking state. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's uh it's a flawed system for sure, but let's go through the top at least. To, okay. Yeah. I think okay. I honest, I, I don't mind the top of the list. Like I think that's pretty reasonable. So do you think maybe the writer of this was like, okay, we'll do, the top, like, 10 schools or top, like, 15 schools, and then we're just going to throw a bunch of random fucking schools together? Possibly. I mean, no, it looks that like makes a pretty... more sense. looks like a pretty uniform system they got going. Yeah. But let's do the top, and then I'll, I'll name the bottom. So uh, Florida State barely beat up Florida for one and two. Uh, then I get a problem so. with that already. <laughs> I already have a problem with this. It's Louisville. Louisville is number one. You think? Well, Louisville did make it number seven. So, yeah, you've no, definitely they, got a case. They should be number one, honestly. Baseball, basketball, football, like they're the number one overall school right now in college sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in the big three, that's definitely – actually, I don't where, – where are they lacking? I guess that actually they're lacking in football. That's what it looks like. How are they – god damn it. 
I hate this fucking. <laughs> I hate this thing so much. How are they lagging in football? Oh my god. Okay, go on. Um. So yeah, that was pretty much like Southern Cal was three. How is West Virginia um, at number five? It looks like men's basketball. Uh, that definitely helps them. And then whatever their wild card sport was, got them a ton of points. But like, fuck their wild cards. What is that? Like swimming? Like, come on. We don't care about that. We're gonna do our own list. This is pissing me off. I'm gonna spend a lot of time on making a list. I'm gonna <laughs> neglect my girlfriend for the next two days and make a good list. Well, the NCAA does do their Capital One Bowl. Like that's pretty similar to this, and it's probably more balanced. I hope so. Louisville should win it. Honestly, if somebody wants to come on this podcast and call me out for why Louisville shouldn't win it, unless you're gonna say U of H, then I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. But Louisville yeah, but you're just including the big three. Like you're just including football, basketball, that's baseball. All. I if, think that's if, all that counts. Any sport that actually – no, I said women's basketball too. I would give them women's basketball. Any sport that can gain some kind of like – Revenue. Gain notoriety or revenue for the school should be counted. Other than that, like what are what's the difference between you and club? Yeah. So there's actually uh, quite a few schools that got zero points. Um, Wait, what? There's schools that have zero points? Six schools got zero points, yeah. They go all the way to the bottom or what? Yeah. Bowling Green, ECU, Florida Atlantic – uh, How Louisiana Monroe. Zero points. Dude, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. They've played in the. They're like good in baseball. I mean, I don't. I don't well, know. I don't think this year they're actually that good. They're supposed to be. In baseball. Yeah, but they weren't. They weren't that good. No, they played they in the conference championship. Well, yeah, but they didn't even make it to the to the NCAA tournament. Well, they played in our conference championship. They they were like the last seed and went all the way through and beat UCF and everything. No, yeah, they definitely made an impressive run, but they, they weren't even good enough to make the tournament. So I guess that's why they didn't get any points. Yeah, I'd give them a little bit of points, though, for that. Anyway, we're just splitting hairs here. The rest I can kind of see. UAB, you know, like, yeah, UTEP, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, some of these I can see, yeah. All right, and then I've also got uh, another article that you haven't seen yet. Okay. Um, it's from Reddit. I- I'm... I'm trying to make this like a weekly segment. Just find a badass article from Reddit. Reddit does good. I love Reddit. Yeah. Cultural Reddit is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. So this is favorite and least favorite ACC football teams. Favorite um, as in what? So this is a poll. Basically, I, I didn't see how the poll was done, but it looks like it was just you basically say what your favorite ACC team is and what your least favorite. You kind of just rank them. Okay. Like it's pretty, I probably it's, accidentally it's, voted on this one time. But okay, it's just subjective, and then you say what team you root for. So it has like a, a list of that as well. Like what teams like what team, you know, okay. outside of the conference. I really like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool poll. Uh, Reddit's so um, good. How do they think of this yeah. shit? So do you think you could go through and name some of the most favorite and least favorite ACC teams? Least favorite, Florida State. Least favorite. Florida State is fifth least favorite. How are they fifth least favorite? I th- you're you're missing you're missing an obvious one. You're missing a few obvious ones actually. In the ACC, the yeah, least same sta- favorite. Same state. Oh, uh, Miami. There we go. How is Miami the least favorite? Well, I think you made a pretty good case for them. Uh, uh, do you think maybe people up. we had over a hundred? We had like hundred and twenty listens on that podcast. Maybe people started. God damn, I'm getting texts. Maybe people started listening and they were like, "Damn, rattlesnakes onto something." <laughs> you want to hear some of the schools that didn't like them, like that heavily voted against them? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, US, South, or, uh, Southern Wait, Tennessee? Cal. Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Southern Cal, Iowa, Nebraska, Florida State, and Georgia fuck? Tech. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think these are schools that were bitter about like the 80s and 90s? Potentially. Yeah. Those, no, are, I mean, those are all schools that were good at that time period. Yeah. Because if you go up one slot, the second least favorite team is Duke. And that's you can definitely tell that's some some trickle over from uh, basketball. Well, the second least favorite, Duke. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I should have thought about Duke, but okay. And I can if agree. You look at, Duke if you look is at number schools, one in the ACC in my mind. If you look at the schools that dislike Duke the most, it's Michigan, Wisconsin, Kansas State, Michigan yeah, State. See? It's like okay, all yep. these basketball powerhouses. There's a reason that all of these. Okay, what's number three dislike? Uh, Syracuse. What the fuck? <laughs> is there a category for teams I forget about in a conference? Because Syracuse would be there. Yeah. No, those are probably towards the middle, like Boston College, Pitt. I remember Boston College and Pitt more than Syracuse. I honestly forget they're a college. Okay, so let's go up to the most favorite. Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina is actually one of the least favorite. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was on one of side, but you yeah, didn't one say extreme. it on the other one. So I was like, okay, well, I guess they're... It was uh, the next slot. If Florida State's on most favorite, I'm going to be pissed. No, no, it's right past North Carolina for least favorite. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good least favorite then. Um, outside of, like, Miami and Syracuse, I could see that. I mean, I hate Miami, but that's for, my, like, my own personal reasons. Uh, most favorite, uh, Wake Forest. Uh, that's fourth. It's a team so, people forget about. I'm trying to think of, like, schools people would forget about. Yeah, so top three, Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, Virginia, okay. Virginia Tech Got and it. then Clemson. Okay, that's Clemson, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, my most favorite ACT teams, Wake Forest, number one, hands down. Um, number two, I'm probably going to... Virginia. Yeah, I was just going to say Virginia. It's a beautiful campus. Love the town. Historical mascots. I'm a big historical mascot guy, which is why I love the Houston Cougars. It makes a lot of sense. Geographically historic. Uh, yeah, those would be my two favorite. And then, honestly, NC State. NC State's pretty cool. I'd probably put them on the list. Yeah, NC State... Uh... All the schools you listed were pretty high up. Yeah, because nobody cares about those schools. Yeah, they're like, like Clemson. I'm really impressed with how they made it top, uh, number three. That's insane. I figured after like last season they would have been most hated, but uh, Florida State has to be in my okay. Duke is number one, yes, because of basketball. But number after that, as a person that has experienced Florida State fans at a game. You know, when I went to Georgia, Atlanta for the Peach Bowl, at least coming from like our, you know, little peaceful AAC fans, I went there and Florida State fans were such dicks. And it wasn't even like they were just being assholes and talking shit. They were like douchey. Like one guy literally came up and was like, oh, yeah, fuck, fuck, UVH. And he was like, no, but seriously, like, what's your mascot? I haven't even heard of y'all. And I'm like, (laughs) that's even more insulting. Like, fuck you, you asshole. Like, and then we whooped their ass, so I guess more redeeming. <laughs> All right, anyway, so, yeah, I like that list. I'm also going to make a list probably like that for every conference. Um, All right. So let's finish this up with a few rumors. Do you have any rumors? Um, well, I guess this kind of relates back to the Fulmer Cup rankings. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. It's basically mm-hmm. just like a list of what they call criminal achievement. It just keeps track of the most criminal programs. Yeah, it's like one of the best things ever. Yeah, it's another Reddit favorite. There seems to be like a, a slight correlation between success uh, on the football field and success in the Fulmer rankings. Like Colorado got number one. Uh, they had a really good year this year. They did, yeah. 
Um, so if you look down the list, there's quite a few schools that haven't got a single uh, arrest, and that's, that's a little alarming. Yeah, that's sad. School like Vanderbilt, like that kind of just proves their point where zero arrest, zero SEC wins. Actually, they oh. beat Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss. <laughs> okay. Zero SEC uh, titles. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Regardless, um, I think there's a rumor that um, Vanderbilt's trying to step their uh, criminal game up. Okay. Um, I they see, see the right. They see the right on the wall. Um, that, I think it would be a really smart move for the school. Miami did it. Uh, they were a private school in a in a city, and they did it. And look at what happened. So. Yeah, Derek Mason. He he's, I think he's on the hot seat. Uh, actually, after after last season, he's probably saved his ass for a little bit. But. Yeah, I think he might have his players go to a few more parties this season. Yeah. Uh, go downtown Nashville a little bit more. Okay. Well, you know what? I have a rumor uh, similar to that with coaches and NCAA violations. Uh, I have a rumor that Ole Miss is going to fire Hugh Freeze because of NCAA violations, and then they're going to hire Art Riles. That would be a great hire. That would be. And they're like, you know what? We don't care about NCAA violations as long as you don't get caught. So... I think he would well, yeah. be a good fit at Ole Miss. Uh, it would be a perfect fit. He'd fit right in. Yeah, one more rumor. Uh, Reddit... Clean clean record. Clean record. Yeah, just clean the slate at Ole Miss. Uh, one more rumor. Reddit, college football, obviously. They posted a map of the U.S. showing which states associate which school with the Cougars. There was uh, Washington State, BYU, and Houston, obviously. BYU actually had an overwhelming victory geographic geographic presence yeah yeah people really seem to like them washington had the west coast and then houston had like texas and some random southern states so this Uh, is just a list of like when you think of cougars in college football what team do you associate that with yeah which school comes to mind first and the big surprise though was alaska they associate the cougars with university of houston yeah so that just means they had like one guy in anchorage vote in this poll (laughs) okay well here is my rumor that University of Alaska Anchorage Seawolves are trying to make a big campaign to join the American Athletic Conference because they know Houston is like the best team there. So they're like, we're going to associate with the AAC. So, What's this school called? University of Alaska at Anchorage and then the Seawolves. Do they have a t- uh, football team? That's their football, the Seawolves. That's the like football team for University of Alaska. It's UAA Seawolves. And they have 22 players? They, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they can fill a roster. I do know that they have played like schools like Boise State. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so they're up there, and they're, I think they're tr- probably tr- uh, trying to make a move soon. They were like App State and UNC Charlotte. You know, They're like coming up in D1. Maybe. Oh, they're big two. time. Yeah, they're going to get some big upsets soon. Yeah, so I'm thinking uh, look out for UAA Seawolves. They might be making it to the AAC soon. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, and that's it for rumor season. That's it for episode four. Hope everybody enjoyed us just talking about awesome, awesome uh, college football articles because that's all we care about. Looking forward to college football getting right around the corner and I don't want college to basketball. I, th- yeah. I hope rumor season just continues forever. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, that was it for episode four. Uh, hopefully, we get more than 120 listens. Let's see what happens. Let's uh, keep this thing going. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for coming on. We will get another one hopefully sooner than a week. Uh, maybe not if more news doesn't come out. <laughs> yeah, we fucking suck at this. <laughs> All right. See you later. Peace. Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace. I'll stop the world and melt with you. You've seen.
seen the difference and it's getting better all the time There's nothing you and I won't do Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.